everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, an NaNoWriMo podcast. I am proud to be Wham James, and I am joined for this December interview by my best friend, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi, James. Uh, you've made it. I sure did. I want to jump right in and not talk about whether you won NaNoWriMo or not. Okay. Let's set aside for a moment whether you finished NaNoWriMo or not. I wrote for a moment twice. The question that I wrote says, let's set aside for a moment whether you finished NaNoWriMo or not for a moment. Hey, you're just, Chill getting, out those, on you're it. just getting those words <laughs> in. How was the process of self-imposed forced month-long writing? It was much the same as it's been the past three times I've done this. Right. Apparently, you don't have to keep doing this. No. I learned that listening to the episode that aired today. Yeah. Nobody told me. Yeah. So well, we th- thought you know. Yeah. Thank. Thanks. Tracy and Morgan and Kyle for filling me in. No, it was it was good. I think most of our listeners know that I really like digital badges. Yeah. So I wanted to keep that streak going. So I did write every day, even if it was only 200 words. Mm. Driving back home from Michigan, I had to stop at rest areas and get some words out because I needed to get that badge. Live that American romantic writer dream. Yes, of sitting outside a Quiznos in a rest stop in somewheresville ohio just like kerouac exactly exactly (laughs) while it just rained so hard you know uh on the road was actually originally titled on the road and stopping briefly outside of quiznos oh good yeah good good they cut it off because quiznos it was a whole legal thing but uh their lawyers made the name made them change the name of the book so they wouldn't get sued yeah good Yeah, so over, overall, it was good. I mean, I think that the process was pretty well yeah. documented through through this podcast. I definitely did have a breakdown in the middle of the month, yeah. as you heard me have when I talked to Kyle. Yeah. I was so tired, <laughs> and I just didn't. And the problem is I was trying to force myself to write start to finish. Right. And that's just not the way my brain does this. Right. So once I shifted and let myself just write the dirty bits, it was smooth sailing. Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That makes this next question a little awkward. Oh. But when I say the word hard in the next question, <laughs> I mean difficult. Uh-huh, sure. What was the hardest part? Easy. What was the hardest part of this process? Theo's penis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was the best part? Theo's penis. All right. This is going to be a quick interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think the most difficult part was, like, I mean, the days when I just was sitting there and I was like, I don't know what to write. Yeah. I have to write. If I don't write, like if I wait until inspiration strikes, then I'm going to get so far behind that it's going to be too daunting. Right. So I just forced myself to to get it done. And I ended up with a lot of stuff that I know I'm going to cut. Any bagel lists or... No, I did not send anyone okay. to the grocery store or to Panera. There was some. There was one thing that I wrote that was just so rambly. And I was like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even care he was the third grade teacher right mm-hmm. i did not list off the entire class what, what was his last name ortiz mr ortiz i'm trying to think of a word can you help me what it is with what it is okay well what does it mean um scary okay horrifying no terrifying no <laughs> now i really wish pages. i had done that i wish i had done that i didn't do that that would have been so good is it scary oh yeah thanks bye <laughs> That would have been very good. No, the the best part, honestly, it was doing this podcast. Like, that sounds so... James, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it scary? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, it. like, it sounds like I'm just giving us all a big pat on the back for, like, look what we did. We did this thing, and we all had so much fun doing this thing. But, like, really, I'm so proud of this group. And, yeah. like, 
half of the people that are on this podcast, I didn't know very well when we started. Yeah. And now I feel like I do. And we all have this thing that ties us together. And, you know, we, we all came through the other side of this stupid self-imposed torture. Yeah. And it's it was it was fun. I looked forward to my recordings every week and catching up with whoever. I looked forward to listening to the other recording or the other episode that aired during the week. Yeah. Because I still had my, my romance group. I still had right. my Yes Do Ladies. And that was extremely helpful as well. You know, they're helpful in a more a more targeted, like, I'm having tr- trouble with, like, the plot. Right. Especially because Mika and Christina weren't doing Nano this year. Right. So it wasn't quite the same as last year when we were all trying to hit 50K. But that's what I had the Wham Juice group for. Right. When I just needed to bitch about how I didn't feel like writing. Right. But, you know, I could go and say, you know, I have this scene that I need to write and it needs to get from point A to point B, but I don't know how to get it there. And... You know, it needs to hit these beats. Right. That's where the Yes Do ladies came in handy because yeah. they're, you know, super familiar with the beats. And, like, they know they know my characters and stuff because they read the first book. Right. But the Whamjus group was so helpful with just, like, the commiseration about how much Nano sucks. Yeah. You're not the first person to talk about how having, like, a group of support yeah. A support system really, really helped out. I would be shocked if I yeah. was the first person to bring this up. <laughs> no. Given that you've recorded with three of the other four people <laughs> in the group already. No one else talked about liking this podcast experience at all, but uh guess they're doing it next year because it's not like we're going to let them go. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think they all said that they were planning to do yeah. Nano next year, so... Just not this podcast. Yeah, no, guess what, guys? It's the same. <laughs> it's the same thing. You don't get out of the podcast just because you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, if you're going to do Nano, you're going to do the podcast now if you decide not to do nano you're still going to do the podcast yes you're in this for life you can quit one of these things and it's not the podcast (laughs) right right right. a couple other things i've mentioned to everyone and i'm echoing you now you all feel battle hard like it's really interesting to talk to you on both sides of this ordeal because you both everyone i've talked to there comes a moment where i'm looking at them talk and i'm like they've been through something together Mm -hmm. and it's really cool to see like I mean, like you've you've done nano before, so like that's that's it's not necessarily that aspect of it, but sure. like now you've been through it with this group of people, and you've yeah. talked about it and stuff. It's really really cool to see. Yeah, I had a question about uh, romancing the beat. Sure. This was this your first year using it specific? Oh, she's holding it up. Okay, I am <laughs> because this is an auditory medium. <laughs> It's a little bit of ASMR for you. Did you feel it was a very helpful thing, or did you feel like you ended up not using it as much as you thought you might in the in the October interviews? Yes. So I mean, about the same as last year. Okay. So I used this. I used the book last year. Okay. Right. right. And this year, I started like I started out with my my beats outlined, mm. and as I think I said in my episode uh, that I did with Morgan, I had like the beginning part of my outline. And I had the end part and the whole middle part, which is, you know, the bulk of the story where they like fall in love and bone a lot. Right. I was like, I don't know. I guess they'll fall in love and bone a lot. I'll figure it out when I get there. And guess what I did not do? Ooh, no. I, so this, like, I felt really confident about this book going into NaNo. And I ended up coming out of Nano feeling not as great as I had felt going about the, about the story, feeling yeah. not as great about the story as I had felt going in, because a lot of the stuff that I figured I'll figure it out when I get there, I just didn't do that because right. I didn't get there because I couldn't figure out how to get through like the like the middle quarter of or the second quarter of the book. Okay. 
there I had, you know, everything that I had outlined basically up through the meat cute. Mm-hmm. And then the whole section of the book where they're like saying, okay, but we really shouldn't be together, but we're super into each other. I'm like, I don't know how, I don't, I don't know how to get them there. Right, right, right. So that was the point where I skipped ahead and just wrote a bunch of dirty scenes. Uh-huh. And then wrote a bunch of the end stuff. So I've got a pretty solid beginning and end. Okay. It's just in the middle. I only have the the sexy stuff. Gotcha. So that's going to be fun <laughs> to try to fill in later. But I did figure out a lot of stuff about book three. Oh, okay. In writing a scene that is absolutely going to be cut from book two. Right. Uh, I figured out a bunch of stuff from book three. And I think book three is actually book two. Oh, interesting. I started outlining it. Today, and by outlining, I do mean just jotting down a list of everything that I know about this book, and I'll mm. figure out how to make it look like yeah. a, like an outline later. Right. But I think it. I think that the book I haven't written yet needs to go between the two books that I have written. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so. So, I, I sort of ironically, given what you just said about how this book went, you have written the beginning and the end. And you need to just write the middle part. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> on like, a, on like a, ma- a macro scale. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I feel excited about the next book. Like normally when I finish Nano, I'm like, okay, and don't touch any book at all for the right. next four months. Right. And I mean, I sat down and, and started outlining today and I've never done that this early into December. Yeah. Um, I've never been that excited to get back into the process of writing. So now I want to start working on Scott and Dusty's book right. so that I can get to the point where I'm like, I don't even know. I'll figure it out later and go back to Danny and Theo's book. Right. And, you know, kind of simultaneously work on both of those <laughs> as the mood strikes me. <laughs> I have to get back to flipping my house. No, you're a third grade teacher. Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I guess, man... You have, you afford me so many like possible routes that I want to take. All right, let's ask this. I want to word it the way I the way I wrote it down. What advice do you have either for past Aaron, for whom it's already too late, right, or potential future James, maybe, or other people attempting NaNoWriMo twenty twenty? Oh man, well I have no advice for past Aaron except don't fight your instincts. Write out of order if you want to. It'll mm-hmm. make everything so much easier. Okay. Not in the long run, but in the moment. Um, right. I think if I could, if I could write in order, I think that my ultimately my revising process would be a whole lot easier because I wouldn't be stitching, I wouldn't be building right. a quilt. Right. Uh, but as far as I mean, not everybody. That's yeah. not good advice for me to give everybody because right. some people do better writing in a linear fashion. Sure. As far as people who haven't done this before and are thinking that they might do it next year, the big the best advice I can give is just find a support group. Like find. A group of people who are also doing this, who will do writing sprints with you, yeah. who can bitch about how much it sucks with you, who can motivate you and make you try to beat them. Uh-huh. Tracy called me out so <laughs> hard, but yeah, I absolutely finished Nano when I did because I was like, all right, well, if I just write another thousand words tonight, then I'll beat everybody. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a... I'm a bad person. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm a you're bad just, friend. You're just, hey, you win most competitive. I do win most competitive. <laughs> yes, um, I win. So, okay. So you won NRIMO. I did. Let's talk about a little bit. Um, no, you've won it before. Every time I've done it, I have powered through to 50K. God, the brags on this one. <laughs> 
did... I w- now, it depends. Do you consider winning to be writing something that is 50,000 words, or do you consider winning to be writing something that you don't immediately delete? What do you consider winning? I mean, I, I, I got the certificate got, that says winner. Got the certificate. So I, I, I yeah. won it every single time. Okay. Did it feel better the same or somehow worse, I don't really understand how that would work, but I mean, who knows? I literally don't it know how you... worse because I had a migraine. Okay, you found a way. <laughs> Life finds a way. All right. I mean, it felt... It felt the, the first time I finished NaNo was the most exciting time because I'd right. never done that before, and I had not even written anything since college. Like, right. it had been so long since I'd even attempted to write fiction right. that I was like, holy shit, I did it. It's garbage, and I'm deleting it right now, but I did it. Right. The next one, it was weird because that whole book was like a weird cathartic like emotional thing that I was doing and we'll never see the light of day but whatever last year and this year felt about the same okay last year I was in Michigan with the yes do ladies when I hit 50k yeah and so there was a little bit of like I'm the first one to finish again you guys motivated me into finishing (laughs) faster than all of you and all of you losers way to go I didn't say that exactly (laughs) you didn't say that out loud right no I got it um (laughs) No, but so it was the same kind of like, you know, okay, well, I'm done. I'm still going to support you all, but I'm also not going to write anymore because, dear God, right. I'm so tired. But yeah, this year it was it was on Thanksgiving. I yeah. had, had people over. I was like, I need, I'm so close to the end that I'm not going to let myself skimp and right. only write 30 words. And then once I got started, I was like, well, I guess I'll just keep going until I'm tired of writing. And yeah. then I had like 900 words to go. And I'm like, well... Yeah. I mean, I'm either going to sit here and stare at a wall or sit here and stare at a computer. Right. Like, my head hurts so badly at that point that powering through going up... Powering through writing 900 words and powering through brushing my teeth were the same level of discomfort. Oh, interesting. Okay. (laughs) So so I did the one that meant I didn't have to go upstairs. I could just stay on the sofa. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Do you... I know you can't open Scrivener. I cannot open Scrivener right now because it will crash this recording. Do you have any idea what your last word was? End. I typed the end. And those were two words? Uh-huh. Those are the last amazing. two words. Okay. Future plan. You've already talked about how you've already basically started book two. Aaron, Aaron <laughs> D- D- the George Dustin, Lucas Dustin of our Scott's generation. Book. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, ta- I take it back. No, no, no. No, you don't have to take it back. That was just like, you know, wow. So I have to do this like 75,000 more times. Well, I mean, he got, he, you just have to do it once and then hire it out. Have it be insanely possible. and Perfect. No, that sounds. Popular, not possible. Insanely. Po- hey, it is insanely possible. <laughs> he did it, right? I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, I think George Lucas came up in our October interview, too. Which is weird. Probably. Um, Okay, so you're going to start writing the Dusty Springfield biography that you're writing. (laughs) Yes. If I've been been listening to you correctly, you're writing a biopic about Dusty Springfield. Yep. No, okay, Dusty and Scotty's story is what you're going to start working on now. When are you going to start editing? Are you still thinking agent for... Well, so I still, I'm still in revisions for last year's book. I'm bad at titles. Right. I'm still in revisions for I'm bad at titles. I got about halfway through the revision of that before Nano started. So okay. I still have to finish that. I will probably do that kind of in tandem with writing. I'm still, parentheses, still, close parentheses, bad at titles. Uh-huh. Which is, right. Which is Dusty and Scott's book. Right. So I probably will work on those two at the same time and just table... Danny and Theo for a little while because quite frankly I'm sick of looking at them. 
I need them the to go away for a bit. What was the name of your female character in your first book? Nola. Would have been Re- cool if her name was Dola. It, it would it would have been, <laughs> but originally Danny's name was Elena, E L E N A, and she was I can't remember what her original last name was, but she was Latina. Ah. Uh. But then when I decided to make Theo Ortiz, right, I was like, well, that's a little too like too much for right. one book, given that I'm. A, a white girl right uh without any particular experience with like latinx culture or right. being on the receiving end of racism right. in the south or anything like that so i changed yeah so originally they were not all they didn't all have d names but then i changed it to danny i don't remember why but yeah. i was just like that sounds like her name yeah. and then dust when i first started thinking about book three yeah the only thing i knew I, I was like i know who my hero is he was in the first book right and the girl's name is dusty because she's flipping houses which is i did not work. know that at the time that i conceived that book oh okay that came about later do you think that you thought of flipping houses because her name was dusty i don't think so i think i thought about flipping houses because the hero is a general contractor and i was watching a lot of hgtv at the time right okay i think it's because flipping houses is dusty work it is dusty work and dusty's work and and dusty's work exactly mm-hmm. a woman's work is in the home flipping houses yep i think that's all i had Can was I steal that from my blurb yeah thank you um <laughs> is, is there anything that you want to talk about about your process in November or your experience or anything that I didn't ask you about? I don't think so. I just, I really love this podcast and I really love all of you Wham Juicers and I really love the people who interacted with us. Like when we got voicemails, it made me so happy. And when people tweeted at us, it made me so happy. Yeah. And when people just leaned in and talked about pickles with us, it made me so happy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't think anybody outside of our group chat Fully, I don't think anybody in our group chat fully understands the pickles thing. Yeah. But the fact that people were like, pickles? Okay. Yeah. I'll lean into pickles. Yeah. Keyword pickles? Got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just, it made me so, so happy. Yeah. This has been just like, I I'm, I feel like I'm being super sappy, but this has been like such a really awesome, fun experience. Yeah. Like surrounding myself with friends who are awesome, doing a thing I love that had its moments of being awesome. Uh-huh. interspersed in mostly <laughs> moments of suckage. Right. And just like, I don't know, motivating each other. Yeah. I really liked it. I really liked it too. I really liked being part of it. And uh, thank you for telling me I was doing it. Uh-huh. Anytime. Right. <laughs> that is how our friendship operates. <laughs> I, one I of us conceptualizes a podcast and tells the other one they're doing it with them. <laughs> I literally got a tag. And you're like, James can host. And I was like, all right, yeah, <laughs> Okay. What am I? What am I doing? <laughs> well, because I, I could not conceive of going into a project of this scope and chaos and just ridiculous premise without yeah. you. Well, thanks. So thank you for for bringing me along. Yeah. I think that's it, though. Yes. For now. For now, but later more. Indeed. Wham juice. Ploosh. And that's the way the moon juice pours. TM, TM, TM. Aaron, thank you so much for, for doing Wham Juice and for and congratulations on winning. Thank you. Thank you for letting me conscript you into this. Absolutely. And we'll talk to you later for some other silliness. Okay, bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.
Theo's penis.